0: Download the
1: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Well, it's a Derby edition. It's actually our fourteenth edition, Rick. Well, hot damn! Of Golasso Supremo, Golazo! Gol 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 so and it's a Manchester Derby edition, you and I both took in the Derby in two different locations, just got finished. Yes, we'll talk about the results of that and where the Premier League stands as we sit. Of course, Champions League Final Four. I don't know if that's been copyrighted and uh, registered <laughs> as a trademark, but mm-hmm. I just used it. Go ahead and sue me. I won't say anything about let's get ready to do anything of any sort. Oh, my gosh. Or don't put
1: something in the corner.
0: No, let's get ready to podcast. Exactly. And I would never, (laughs) I I don't even put my kids in the corner when they're bad for for fear of possible reprisals. But, Rick, Manchester Derby, City wins 2-0 at Old Trafford. A very muted, dare I say flaccid, Trafford by the end.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I was at the Man City bar up here on Grant Street in North Beach, Maggie McGarry's, and I know the proprietor over the years. He's a guy from Ireland. He's a big Man City fan. And I was up there to watch uh, Spurs. Uh, a couple minutes left in the game. Christian Eriksen won that game against Brighton and home Albion. But I said, hey, you got the derby tomorrow. And he's like, oh, you know, they're so mad about getting blown out. They're going to come out full fire. And I said, no, they're demoralized. You guys will win that. He goes, oh, I hope you're right, lad. Sorry, that's my kind of count No, it's kill not bad. There. It's not
0: bad. I liked it.
1: You know, when the English rabbit Ireland, they turn up hanging on the fox when I burn. And, you know, you and look, you're a little Irish, aren't you?
0: Yeah, um, I'm very, actually, a little everything. <laughs> Five foot eight, thank you for, uh, for joining us oh. here on Golosso Supremo. <laughs> I, uh, I'm Irish, Scottish, English, I believe uh, Northern Irish, all of that uh, mm. Northern European. British Isles. Angry with probably a drinking issue.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, just for the record, German, Danish, and English, and Welsh. So, in other words... I burn in the sun. I am albino.
0: In other words, you are Man City as we spin it back because <laughs> they have a team that is comprised of many, many nationalities, including Leroy Sané, who came in and made a big imprint. Really, for me, Rick, Taylor two halves today in the Manchester Derby. First 45, probably as United wanted it. A little bit guarded, a little defensive, a little bit awkward. But after the intermission, Pep Guardiola obviously sent a message that we are better. We need to dominate. And
1: I think both of us picked Man City to win this game, yeah. but it's a derby match. I mean, and it's against a great team in Man United. They're, you know, you might say, well, they're, they're not world beaters right now, but they're top six. They're no slouch. And they were coming off uh, a 4-0 beatdown at the hands of uh, Everton at Goodison. And so you, you knew that they were going to have a lot of pride. But in the end, the, the old cream was, r- r- riz-
0: Rose Rose to
1: the surface It rizzed it it, to the top My dad used to have this joke Pete Rose went down to Texas Pete Rose sat on a cactus Pete Rose
0: Pete Rose Very (laughs) nice Shout out your dad He had
1: a lot of those Like I'd like to go to Holland Wooden shoe Oh yeah Uh, I think you you used that a couple weeks ago I can row a boat Canoe Yeah, They're all
0: there Just puns Cheap puns But they work Certainly in this format Uh, Sure after the 45, Leroy Sané comes in. Man City seems to click it up a notch. Is this the win that gives City the Premier League title, in your opinion, or does Liverpool have an answer? We talked last week about how there's always hiccups and speed bumps around every corner, but wasn't this the last best chance for City to lose?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, the, the everybody on the in the other half of uh, uh, Manchester was, was rooting for that to go down. But still, I mean, one... One single solitary point and you've got three matches. Those are nine points right there. So uh, nothing is over yet.
0: City with still three fixtures left and Liverpool now trailing by one point in that match. And the thing about Man City, Rick, is that they didn't even have to unleash all of their weaponry. There's still so much quality, so much class on the bench. Is it a case where this is the new template for teams in the Premier League? Manchester United has such a makeover ahead of them that... Can they do this in a year? Is it two years? Is it three years for them to get back to the same level?
1: It just depends on how aggressive they want to be with the Glazers' checkbooks and Yeah, you're right, Manchester Sissy Manchester City, and Manchester That's City. That's bad. Yeah, that was Jan's friend in the Beardy Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> She's an exchange student.
0: Um, Not to be mistaken with uh, Baby Talk, Baby Talk, It's a Wonder You Can Walk. Kitty carry all.
1: Oh, that's Cindy right. Cindy Brady. Not bad. Different yeah. episode. Or Millicent from Seattle. She yes. Had, she had the mumps. And she Peter like,
0: saw fireworks.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't. she wasn't from Seattle. She was from Seattle. Incredible. She had a Bulgarian Shout accent. Shout out
0: Lispers everywhere, <laughs> especially Bulgarian Lispers. Bristo <laughs> Stoichkov makes it back in the podcast. Oh, I
1: love it. Yeah, I love Stoichkov. But uh, yeah, a team of uh, internationals, and if they want to spend, it's funny because you know I was talking, and we'll get to the Champions League, but but Manchester City is bringing guys like you know Mares uh, off the the bench, and and Tottenham's bringing Juan Foyt and right. Vincent. There was a Vincent Janssen sighting yesterday. I didn't. He was just came over from Turkey. Pocatino said himself, "There's no place in the team for him this year. They're just so bare bones. They haven't bought a player for 15 months." And yet they're still where they are. It's right. pretty incredible.
0: And that, does this speak to the over nature of the Premier League with the Champions League, the Carabao Cup, your baby, mm-hmm. the FA Cup, all of the other international team duties? These players are so overtaxed that you have situations where guys are just thrown on the pitch in critical situations.
1: I, I love it. I mean, we're still getting great soccer. Um, and if you're... Uh, Not fighting on every... And there have been plenty of times. I remember even with Sir Alex Ferguson, he'd throw a youth team out there in the FA Cup, Mm. you know? And and he couldn't be bothered. I like what Manchester City done. They try to win everything. You only live once, man. And you got a a full team of internationals and another one on the bench. Don't take anything for granted. Try to win everything, baby. America, full speed ahead.
0: Yes, let's go. Let's do this. Rick Tittle and Dan (laughs) Dibley on golasso. Supremo. I watched the game at Schroeder's. I think you know it down there. Love it. On Front Street and I was sitting next to a Manchester United diehard fan and I asked him in about the 75th minute. They were down 2-0. I said, are you going to stick this out? And he said, I'm out of here. And I said, did you watch the Sharks game last night? (laughs) And he said, oh my god. He was a a guy of Indian descent. I won't do the accent in order to... Shut down the podcast. Yes, exactly. Close (laughs) this whole thing down. Before I even hit save, (laughs) it would be closed. But his name was Ashish. Mm -hmm. I believe it was with an A, not an H, but nice guy. We were talking the whole game, and he knows a ton about soccer. And I said, did you watch the Sharks game? And he said, yes, I did. Can you believe that? And I said, you're really going to leave now in the 75th minute? Lukaku's on. one." Awkward cross, and he runs into a header. It's 2-1. Maybe a a terrible call PK in the 87th minute. All of a sudden, we're on to something. He said, I'll stay for five minutes. Mm. He waited five minutes. Much ado about nothing. Shout out Shakespeare. He left, (laughs) and it was a 2-0 final. But it just kind of reminded me, the Sharks, coming back from 3-0 down to win in overtime, it reminds me that in these goal-oriented games, you really can't leave early
1: no and i was at the tank last night and 10 minutes left and down three nothing and the five minute major and and who could believe it and then in overtime i was and i'm you know been a sharks fan since they came in i was the only team that i'm a a fan of since i've been a grown man i was 26. i worked their tv games for nine years and so i was in the press overflow with our friends roxy bernstein and uh cody elias and I got Shout out
0: Bonte Hill. As Bonte well. Hill
1: and JD were there too. But the, I just, I bring up those two because they were next to me and I know they're fans. And I put my arms around their necks and I just headlocked the hell out of them. And we basically dogpiled on the
0: overtime winner.
1: Yeah. We basically dogpiled and didn't give a damn.
0: So there's no cheering in the press box. But it's but not the, a press box. There's rough housing.
1: There's press overflow. So we're actually the row behind the last row of crowd. Right. So no one can hear anything. Now, if I was in the press box, I would have just done some fist pumps and with like pursed lips. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But the no cheering in the press box does not apply to the overflow. It it
1: doesn't apply to me.
0: (laughs) This is great because these are like the unwritten rules of media because we've all been there. And you and I are about the same sphere as as far as media goes. Mm -hmm. Similar age, similar career, yo-yo-esque, not (laughs) yo-yo-ma. But, you know, the whole up-down parabola. But Some...
1: I know you did go cello for a while.
0: Yes, I did, and uh, I've been known to uh, go for the viola as well. Wow. In a pinch, but I'm much sure. more of a cello man. Yeah. But I've been in the overflow p- press box before, and it's, it is very nebulous. Are you crowd? Are you media? Are you crowdia? Are you a meaty crowd? <laughs> it's, it's hard to say.
1: I think crowdia was actually uh, Caesar's doctor. Oh, I, wow. I believe. Either that or Medicus. I had a little crowdy
0: uh, back in uh, 1941, you? yeah. Mm. That was pre-Tetanus, too. Is that when the
1: shrapnel floated through your thigh? It, hard
0: to shake, <laughs> yeah. Shout out uh, D-Day, 75th anniversary yeah. coming up, uh, and yeah. our president's visit to England.
1: Is he going to England?
0: Yes, for the 75th anniversary oh. of D-Day. Which they love is him this there. June. Yeah, they love him about as much as they love <laughs> watching Man City ah. win as we spin it all the way back. Sure. If you're Man U... You don't want to see Man City come to your place and win 2-0. Now Man City on 89 points. Liverpool on 88. Every side now has played 35 fixtures. Just three left to go for everybody. Man City controlling its own destiny with an eight-goal lead and goal differential. Can we go ahead and lock this up, Rick?
1: Uh, Well, we, we it looks like Man United is not going to get into Europe now. That's why it was a huge game for them. I said there's still time. The only real drama on the bottom, it's either going to be Albion or uh, the Bluebirds that go down at this point, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, you've got uh, Cardiff on 31, Brighton Hove Albion in the wake of that stunning, stunning loss, Christian Eriksson. And you called it, Rick, about three months ago on this very pod. Keep your eyes on the dainty little Christian Erickson, <laughs> Left foot, right foot, striker, passer, what is he? Mm-hmm. He's an unstoppable force, and he did it again, and I believe the 89th minute.
1: It's funny because I watched the World Cup playoff. So what they did in Europe is that if you got to the playoffs, they matched two teams together, and then the winner got to go to the World Cup. So it was Ireland, the Republic, versus Denmark. And I actually watched at Maggie McGarry's, uh, which was a little bit dangerous. And so there's all these guys there in their Irish jerseys, and ah, I'm, yes. I'm wearing my Danish jersey going crazy, and I didn't care if I got beat up at the time, and I didn't. That's
0: six three, You can handle your own.
1: <laughs> but the, the the owner today... Uh, or yesterday when he scored the goal he's like a little bit of magic he goes you know that's the guy that killed arlen <laughs> nice i said yeah more
0: yeah and by the way i was here uh, right. paying top dollar for my uh, my danish ale
1: yes and getting to the the champions league that game against man city second leg he actually asked me were you here and i went no no i'm not dumb i'm not coming to a man city bar for a champions league semifinal second leg now
0: especially when it ends like that with tottenham being gifted Woo! a var decision that probably was not very popular at your various Maggie McGarry's.
1: I, I would bet there was maybe a few men who would have a dissenting view of that.
0: Yes, it's Rick Tittle, it's Dan Dibley, it's Golasso Supremo, more in the Champions League coming up as we will click forward to the semifinals before we meet again. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you going with a Wednesday record. I'm going sure. to San Diego... Tonight, oh. with my 17 year old, as we do a little college oh. shopping.
1: Little San Diego State, USD, uh.
0: UCSD. Oh. Those two are two of oh. his three finalists, along with Cal. So he's got some pretty good options mm-hmm. as my boy weighs what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I was mentioning Man City with a one point lead over Liverpool. Tottenham at 70, looks safe for Europe. Chelsea on 67, Arsenal on 66. What's the deal with Arsenal? They went to Wolves today. And they got scolded. They got put in the corner. Shout out uh, a movie which we won't reference because <laughs> nobody wants to put anybody in the corner no, anymore. After. we don't want to
1: get buffed.
0: No, we don't. <laughs> but let's get ready to decide who goes to Europe, shall we say, because with three matches left, you've got Tottenham with 70. They're probably, you'd say about a 90% certainty to make it at this point. But Chelsea 67, Arsenal 66, Man U 64, and oh, by the way, Man, you and Chelsea this weekend.
1: Yeah, no, that's going to be uh, good for all the other teams because one of those teams, of course, is not going to get all three points. And you want to go top four because as much as I love the Europa League, which is fifth place, uh, it's better than nothing. That is the, the booby prize. Of course, they arranged it when all these top teams started going out early that they would drop down to the Europa League if they lost early for the group stages. So that's another little uh, thing there. But... Um, as you were saying about, uh, uh, Arsenal, they lose it home to crystal palace and then wolves. I'm telling you wolves is that team with the savvy coach from Brazil, hard working team, tough players, and a lot of guys that are not household names. And I was watching that game cause it was on simultaneously and they have great shape. They have great commitment. They just don't have a lot of big names, and especially on that third goal, which was I thought the the goalie was very poor for Arsenal On that. Arsenal's just, every team goes through a bad patch, and and theirs is right now.
0: Yes, and Wolves benefits from what Ashish and I were talking about, which is the idea of continuity. And you see a team like Manchester United that's been a little bit piecemeal here and there. Tottenham's a team where, you mentioned it, they haven't, Added anyone in through the transfer window in, what, 18 months? It's been a long time. To where you look at the guys, and now Jungman Son's been there for four or five years. Harry Kane's been there. Erickson's been there. All the pieces, Vertonghen at the back, and Alderweireld, Loris in goal. These are things that you can't quantify. Players know how to play with each other. Manchester United doesn't really have that. The complete cohesion, and a team like Wolves that came up from the lower division, largely intact, didn't add a ton of pieces with the same system, they're able to thrive, especially in the middle of that pack.
1: And, you know, it's funny, you, you mentioned some of those players for Spurs as they go to take on Ajax now. The four Ajax players that came through that school, Vertonghen, Alderweireld, Sanchez, and and Erickson. And you just you look at them right now with uh, delight, the captain, he's 19 years old. And that's why these leaders are born like that. And he scored the winner against Juve... They're just, if Ajax would just hold on to their damn players, I mean, look what they're doing. They sell all their players, and they're in the Final Four. I yes. Mean, it's pretty amazing.
0: And the key for a club like that, and that actually was the, the example that Ashish and I were using for continuity because Ajax largely won that quarterfinal based on their ability to play together, and it really is part of the economics of the club. They're more interested in youth development, right. and you know, selling players and making money, on the top end, because when you're in the is it the Eredivisie? Eredivisie. Thank you. First on division ballpark. It was close enough. Yeah, pretty good. When you're in the first division in Holland, you can largely get by with mediocre to slightly above average players and still qualify for Europe, and then roll your dice with the young guys there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you basically have a big three in in Ajax and PSV Eindhoven. And um, Feyenoord, which is in Rotterdam. And then every once in a while. No F-
0: love for Utrecht? Uh,
1: <laughs> I do like Utrecht. They have lovely tulips Rotterdam there. FC with the occasional flag? <laughs> or how about an FC Twente Enskede?
0: You score one for Rick that there. I, good- <laughs> I knew I was going to get in the deep end here pretty soon. Where uh, yeah, are my man. water wings? Get me back in the shallow end. The water. I don't wings. feel comfortable past five feet. Where I can no longer stand up.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's uh, Holland uh, has a great tradition. In fact, the Ajax or the Amsterdam Arena now, I believe, is called the Johan Cruyff Arena. They, they've they renamed it. But yeah, the, you, you, you make a good point because you talk about the Ajax school. Those players, you wonder how delight is captain at 19. Those players have been playing together since they were seven years old. And you talk about familiarity. Now they have 300 kids. And now those are the best 15 of that 300. Right, I mean, right. it's just it's amazing what they have there.
0: But still continuity. I have a friend of mine, actually my son's friend, Nate Morgan, who's coming up on being 16. He's the class of 03, and he's risen from the the club level to the you know travel team to the ODP level, Olympic Development Program. Mm. And he knows kids from all over Northern California because he's played with them in and about, with and against for the past four to six years. And so there is that familiarity. Even when you come together on a team, on an under-16 team, there's kids who come and go, substitutions, vacations, etc. But the fact that these kids have known each other their whole lives, it makes it so you hit the ground running.
1: Yeah, and shout-out John O'Brien, the American who went through the IX school, who played in a couple of World Cups for us. And if we could get just, I don't know, three John O'Briens every year, You know, that would be amazing. Even one. And, you know, we talk about
0: uh, Christian Pulisic getting ready to go to Chelsea. If he can take the next step. And you can't help but think about uh, the shoes that he'll have to fill if Eden Hazard does, in fact, go to Spain. I'm not saying Pulisic will be Hazard, nor will he be asked to be that player. Right. But at times, he'll be asked to fill that role. And that ultimately is the, the top, top, top level of where he could be and what he could become.
1: Well, that's why, you know, with the USA team, we take these midfielders like Pulisic and and, uh, Clint Dempsey, and we make them strikers because they're our best guys. So they're the only guys that can finish. So I I would think Pulisic is going to be a pure winger. We'll we'll see what happens with Chelsea. Um, It's easier for him because he has a Croatian passport, so he doesn't have to get a work permit. But the irony is is he wouldn't have needed a work permit because as the rules go in Europe, you have to have played in in the last three years 75% of those internationals. You have to prove if you're American that you are better than anyone who's working there. And I actually for fun went through the migrant workers program initiative. For fun, Rick? Just is your see, life
0: so sad that this is what we do for fun now? Well, this
1: was when I was uh, for over funsies. This is when I was over there for uh, S's and giggles. When I was over there a lot, so like 2002. For soccer and giggles. I was coaching, Yes, I was coaching football in Hertfordshire to the police department. Um I was coaching basketball in Hemel Hempstead. And then I thought, well, what would happen if I moved here, you know, just for a little while? And so I went through the program and I actually passed. I had I got you had to get over a seventy and I got like a seventy two. But I thought clutch. It was, it was <laughs> <laughs> so clutch. But it, I thought it was pretty funny because that's like two hundred dollar like application for right. down the drain. But it, it, it gives you points for all the things that you've accomplished in your career or school. And I thought it was so British the way they look at Americans. You got like five points if you had an Oscar. Wow. Like, that's just what we do here. (laughs) (laughs) Grammy's worth three. Golden (laughs) Globe is two. Yeah. Local Emmy
0: worth one. Local Emmy. Shout out my local Emmy. There you go. For the, uh, of course, the California Classico, which we were talking today just quickly back to the Sharks. That was the kind of reminiscent moment for me of the California Classico when the Quakes scored a man down twice in extra time to beat the L.A. Galaxy in front of 50,000 at Stanford.
1: Did you have your Linert hair on that day?
0: No, that was actually a different game. But, I mean, did
1: you carry it over? No, I
0: should have. I should have kept that with me because, ultimately, the Linert hair, which was blonde-haired bedlam at Buckshaw, Mm -hmm. that was the line that got (laughs) me the job. Wow. That one line. Good alliteration. That one game. And it came to me in the moment. I didn't plan it. I didn't think about it. I watched the monitor, and they had cut to Linert, of course, the great Steven Linder mm-hmm. grabbing the blonde-haired wig and putting it over his own blonde fro, and that's when I delivered the line. And Dave Cavill, the ace president, yeah. heard it, was enamored with it, and that's how I got a one-year stint as the Quakes play-by-play man.
1: Now I know why I didn't get it, because I went with the diarrhea disaster at the dump. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as good, not as catchy.
0: No, 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 it's yeah, uh, triple D botulism at, at Buckshaw. <laughs> Rick Tittle, Absolutely. Dan Dibley, it's Colosso. <laughs> Supremo, we can't continue forward in the Champions League discussion without talking about the real semifinal, which Mm -hmm. some would call uh, the final or le grand finale, Mm -hmm. as uh, the Parisians would probably not enunciate. Uh Barcelona hosting Liverpool. Is it damage control for Liverpool in this opening leg? Well, I mean, they have
1: two of the biggest apples that you can bite into. They can win the Prem, which they haven't done since that, you know, the Kenny Dog Leash team with with Barnes and Beardsley and Molby and all those guys, Bruce Grobbelaar are are they gonna win the Champions League? Which they have won. And, you know, still one of the greatest games I ever saw was in Istanbul when AC Milan got off to the three nil lead at the half and uh, Liverpool got three back in the second half and one on, on penalties. The league is more important to them if they had to choose, but you can't get this far and then just Acquiesce, so it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, and they're gonna ask a lot from their guys. I don't have a lot of sympathy for pro athletes. It's like, oh, we're playing two soccer games in a, in a week. Oh no, <laughs> for ninety minutes. Oh right. no, just deal with it. So, um, yeah, they they're not gonna take either one lightly.
0: That's three whole hours, though, Rick. I think you should uh, maybe recalibrate. <laughs> but I get the massage therapist. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool with uh, still quite a tough situation domestically as they sit on. 27 victories. They've got Huddersfield Town, which is coming up this Friday in a rare yeah. Friday game. Wednesday, it is the Champions League opener at Barcelona. And then just a few days later, Newcastle, which should be... They're safe. Should be easy pickings. Then it's a home game against Barcelona. And then it is the Wolves, the aforementioned Wolves, who are playing about as well as anybody outside of Man City in the Prem. It's, uh, I
1: mean, those, those first two games... If they take their eyes off the prize, we know what can happen. But that's just what you, you know, you look at, you know, I bring this, I've run this uh, example up before when the Suns came to Oracle and Devin Booker scores 50 points and the Warriors are sitting around going, huh? Huddersfield is down and they're so excited to play Liverpool. This is their season to ruin Liverpool's season. But still, I mean, they're not even in the same class, but that's why we like the Prem. It's only 20 teams, and at any point, anyone can step up and bite you. But if you wanted to make a schedule, uh, those three teams, you should take nine points. Seven is the minimum, but that seven might not win you the league. I take all nine. Do you watch Game of Thrones, Rick? I don't, and that's it's funny because I watched the pilot, and I thought it was dumb. The pilot, the the opening episode? Yeah, it's the same thing with Breaking Bad. I said... I watched the pilot and wow. I said someone from the eighth grade wrote this, and then I got the same thing for both. Oh, everyone knows the pilot sucks. You have to keep going, and I'm like, I I only gave it the pilot. Wow, I didn't yeah. find
0: either pilot to be bad. So you didn't watch well. You either... have an eighth grade mentality. No, that's wildly <laughs> untrue. What I do know is pop culture, and I know uh, good entertainment. Okay. So you didn't watch any more of Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones. No, this is stunning. I can't. How about The Wire? Did you? I watched, watch all, the Wire? I
1: watched all. I watched all the
0: Wire. And you like the Wire?
1: I love the Wire. I love Sopranos. Sopranos I both. Stuff. Oh yeah, I love it. Fascinating to watched me. Watched Sopranos that, twice.
0: Do you tend to not like the uh, the dragon sword play? Stabby, no, I stabby love. Stabby I stuff? love that
1: stuff. Love J.R. Tolkien and the, the, the Hobbit and all I, that. Love,
0: love it. Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, I, I have a feeling. Star Wars. Uh, yes, I have a feeling at some point I'll probably go back to Game of Thrones, but I'm not going back to Breaking Bad.
0: That's really the biggest miss of all. Yeah, I can't. That is truly this truly is pop a huge culture miss.
1: supremo. No,
0: what this is <laughs> pop culture supremo. We'll get back to soccer uh, momentarily. There's a hook to this, which mm-hmm. is why I brought up Game of Thrones. Yes, but you won't get the reference, so oh. I'll, I'll, I'll just move on. You're the it. Wolf King, and I'm Blue John. No, 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 no. no. The, the Mother of Dragons, Mo <laughs> Salah, had a oh. visit in New York with Amelia Clark, who plays Khaleesi, who is the Mother of Dragons, the Breaker of Chains, etc. So there uh, you go. You don't sounds... watch the show. Do yourself a favor. Give it another try, but before yeah. that, watch Breaking Bad. I don't know if we can do another podcast if you have the same stance on Breaking Bad.
1: Well, I I think you should. I mean, I, I I'm sure there are some series that I love that you don't like.
0: We can't like everything the same. No, we have to. And <laughs> I, I can't do it otherwise. Throw out a couple of your favorites, and let's just see quickly if I if I concur, or if I'm uh, uh, on the other
1: side. I, you know, I watch a lot of British stuff, a lot of Acorn stuff. Of course, of course. have you have you seen all Downton of- Abbey? Yeah, it's not one of my favorites, but okay, I did I did, I did watch and Abbey, yeah, but it's not one of my that favorites. That, to
0: me, is uh, a yeah, cure for insomnia.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you watch The Inbetweeners?
0: No. Watch no. all of those. Okay. Yeah, what else? Just, I'm kids... sure I've seen none of your esoteric highbrow <laughs> British fare. Honestly, uh,
1: I'm sure this is where this is going. I'm on season 18 of The Forensic Files. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Naked and Afraid? No?
1: No, although I had, I had one of those guys on my show the other day.
0: <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. It's Golasso Supremo. It's Golasso TVO, I do apparently. have one story, too. And we got story time coming up. Yeah, I can't let the people down. In just moments. It's Rick Tittle. It's Dan Dibley. So as we look at the Champions League, Barcelona, Liverpool, do we see this as basically Barcelona scoring as many as they can and then Liverpool trying to answer in, in fashion?
1: Well, you know, this, the, the team with the second leg knows what they have to do. Um, the team with the second leg wants desperately to be on the road, too, because those, if you go into extra time, those are going to count as away goals. They've tried a few years ago to try to figure out a way to stop that, but they, they just haven't. And then they start to say, oh, you know, we don't count home and away. I know they tried that in the League Cup as well. So you want to start off at home, and you want to have a clean sheet, even if you don't score. You just want to have a clean sheet and then move on. So, But you gotta, you got to be who you are. And you have to attack, attack, attack. That's who Barcelona is. And Liverpool, no one defends better in England. And they will defend. So somebody has to crack there.
0: Incredible. The Keyword is crack. Yes. Crack. Shout out, Marion Barry. And, and remember, the <laughs> rock
1: man will always give you the first rock free. Yeah. 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 It
0: makes perfect sense just mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of get you there. Get you strong out. It's kind of like when you put someone into the 88th minute, you give them just a little taste of the game. They have to shower. You come back the next time and. And they're going to be itching for more, so to speak.
1: No, yeah, when you put somebody in late, that is the same as crack cocaine, yeah.
0: Rick, I'm looking at a headline here. This may be breaking news, but the FA Cup winners will not receive champagne in order to ensure inclusivity. They no longer will hand out champagne to competition winners to avoid offending players whose religious beliefs prohibit alcohol consumption. Is this another example of us making sure that everybody feels okay? Are you okay over there?
1: <laughs> and by the way, I, I think everyone outside of uh, the blue part of Manchester's rooting for Watford, go Hornets in that one. yeah. Um, yeah. Elton John used to own them, by the way. Uh, the The interesting thing is, I mean, you know, if, if one kid has a peanut allergy at the school, the entire school shuts down peanuts. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. Um, they, that would never work in Germany. One of the things I love about German culture, and as you can see from my build, we love uh, beer. And whatever the hell that shirt says. Bra- it says Reinheitsgebot. Reinheitsgebot, fifteen, sixteen. That's the German water purity laws. And that's why gotcha. I, I, I told one of my relatives one time, he's like, what beers do you like? And I said, oh, Heineken. Heineken! They do not have the Reinheitsgebot! In other words, they use sewer water. <laughs> oh, jeez! So this is over 500 years old. You have to have the purest of the pure water to make German beer. Yes. German yes. pure. Yes. Not just you know American exactly. pure. Exactly. Yeah, Good old German purity. Yeah. Me American. That's never gone wrong before. Me go
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Rick, can you tell us a whoa, story whoa, whoa, here I before forgot. we close I, it
1: out?
0: Um, As oh, we yeah. cross all barriers. I here. just
1: to It's interesting because you know we're not elderly men, right? So uh, you know we're not spring chickens, but we're not friggin' elderly. What are we, Rick? Are we just grown ass men? I, I think what we are is we. Since we still play video games and watch sports, we don't know we're middle aged and we don't act middle aged. I think we might be though. Nice. No crisis yet. No earring and red convertible yet.
0: Man, my midlife crisis <laughs> car, or my MLCC as my kids would call it, is a Honda Fit. So I don't know what that says about my crisis.
1: Oh, I was the gonna crisis go crisis of economy. I was gonna go for a monster Yugo.
0: Nice. <laughs> With big old giant tires. Sure. Jack well, that baby
1: up. Mm-hmm. I call it the uh, Grave Digger Junior, nice. just like a shout out to those. Really, people. Junior. So. Um, This was 1991. That's after the World Cup, Italian 90. Uh, Our best striker, Eric Winalda, he played for the San Francisco Bay Blackhawks, which was owned by Ken Baring, who lived in Blackhawk. That's why he called him that. He had the car museum. He also, at the time, owned the Seattle Seahawks. And so it was a semi-pro league, and they were going to play a team, and they said, tonight is uh, Umbro night. Everyone who comes gets an Umbro water bottle, whatever, so I, I gave a shout out to my younger brother and I said, let's go, you know, he I'm 25, he's 26. Let's go down. They're playing at a high school field in Fremont and I'm trying to find it. There's no Google maps, right? You have Thomas guide. <laughs> exactly. So I went to a seven 11, which had to be near this field. I forgot which high school it was. Cause Fremont has like 25 high schools.
0: Irvington or Washington uh, sure, or American. Absolutely. Or- Mission, Mission San, San Jose, Jose. Hey, shout out, Bill
1: Walsh, Dennis Eckersley. <laughs>
0: American, if I didn't mention it.
1: And so Kennedy. Um, yeah, it keeps going. And so uh we asked these guys at a seven eleven, Blackhawks soccer, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Fremont
0: Christian, not around then.
1: And then we found out that it was literally across the street. <laughs> nice. So we go and all we hear is the goalie. I forgot his name, but just swear at his back four, like echoing F words. <laughs> Twenty minutes in. Lights go out. And I remember as I went to my car, Eric Winalda, full cleats, shin guards, getting in his Honda Accord and driving away. The best striker in our nation. A high school field in Fremont where the lights went out. Honda Accord. That's where we were. Yeah. That's where we were in 1991.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. And that's not to disparage the Honda Accord. I actually (laughs) bought one for my son. Who Still we talked going about. strong. Yeah, well, it's not a 91 Accord, but <laughs> the Accord is still hitting nice.
1: Yeah, but it just, it just goes to show you like where we were. And then the big move for him finally is he got a chance to get on loan to F.A.L. Bochum, B-O-C-H-U-M, Bochum, and he went to Germany and they named him Barbie because he had, I thought he was Surfer Boy, not Klaus Barbie like you were alert, yes. alluding to earlier. The
0: only thing you need to know about the state of U.S. soccer is Eric Winalda,